Hello and welcome to Season 2 of Guilty Pleasure, the podcast that celebrates, elaborates, and experiences our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayal Bell. And today's guest was Rebecca Johnson, one of the stars of the Netflix original series Glow, otherwise known as The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And Rebecca's guilty pleasure is cocktails. If you'd like to reach us, you can always email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram at guiltypleasurepodcast. More importantly, though, if you guys are liking what you're hearing, if you're psyched for season two, go ahead and leave us five stars on iTunes. We would love to see those five stars come in. Hey, and thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening, you guys. tequila so much it's like one of those things that i hated as a kid as a kid you know what uh i hated cigarettes when i was a baby but when i got older i hit like 11 or 12 i really started like getting into them you know my parents were like go to sleep here put this in your baby bottle here's clear gum um and then here's some whiskey for your gums here's some whiskey for your gums um but then i don't know i've i started getting like, just trying different cocktails with tequila, like, really opened up my... And I finally had a good margarita. Because oh, I guess I had just been... Sure. I had just been plagued by crappy margaritas right. for, like, most of my, you know, early 20s. And then I guess I moved to Southern California, and it was like, this is actually how a margarita is supposed to taste like. One of the saddest things to ever happen is being in Southern California and having a bad margarita. Yeah. It's the you're worst. Like, you're not supposed to be bad at this. Oh, God. You're killing it. Why? <laughs> we have knives, we've got soda, we've got, oh my gosh. I have a shaker, I have a strainer, I have a... A juice, you have the juice, the, like... A juicer. A juicer, like I a... I did not make even cocktails. That's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Maybe didn't need to bring mason jars for this. Oh, I forgot the soda part. You are golden. It. This looks so beautiful. This is actually really cute. Lindsay, would you like a cocktail? A bit. You yeah. want a cocktail? Lindsay. We have we have uh, one that's not had highlighters in it. I'm not a the one that hasn't had highlighters in it. Here, I have a real glass. I have highlighter infused. Have, yeah. So I did know. you when you started um when you started making cocktail like did you just start accumulating this stuff as like a passion for it or? I so I didn't I like I started drinking when I was Woo! Yeah baby. Yeah. Oh shit, pop the <laughs> soda. Um seltzer, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um I started making cocktails when I worked at a cocktail bar called The Varnish, mm-hmm. which is a fancy place downtown that kind of was one of the first bars in LA to sort of bring back the classic cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a speakeasy like style place. And the cool thing about them is they really care about making sure that like every time you go to the bar, if you order a certain drink that you get that drink, that drink the same way, no matter who's making it. And it's very precise. Mm-hmm. And like also the guy who owns it, Eric Alperin, um, 
more recently started his own ice company where they oh, freeze cool. the ice like slowly over time so it's completely like purified ice. So when you have it, it doesn't taste You don't just make your drink them? taste yeah. different. Yeah. That happens at my house all the time. Mine too. Mm -hmm. I can't figure out how to do it at home, but I'm not going to buy my own ice. <laughs> You're not going to start making boss, your own so ice. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, he started this company. But anyway, so like they I wouldn't even put it, it's not even a lavender. <gasps> and I love lavender too. Yeah. Guys. Um, I'm very excited about this. Also, I don't I don't drink a lot. Oh good. So Welcome to the afternoon. Oh Welcome sorry. to the afternoon. We have a show later. Uh, yeah, then okay. we still need to memorize our lines for. So you know right. it's gonna be Thank you. great. Thank you. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Rebecca, cheers. Guys. Holy cow. <gasps> and mason cheers. jars, you guys. Mason jars, I feel like cheers, we take cheers. A cheer we need a cheers. Cheers pick. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, it smells amazing. Oh, good. Hopefully, it so tastes good. Uh, I need to like. I didn't taste the so mix. Good. What do you call this one? Uh, this is an Earl Grey Collins. Yeah. This is amazing. That's so pretty. Take a pick, and I'll, in a second I'll do a boomerang. Let me do some picks first. And then, that oh, I don't have boomerang on there. Yeah, I have to do it on the Instagram story, oh, and then you, you can save it because I'm like, oh, you know, just can't keep it? up with no, the. You can get a boomerang old... app too. I know. I yeah, gotta do that. Should I? Oh no, we gotta cheers first. I don't want bad luck. <laughs> All right, and then just save it once okay, we. Cool. Let's cheers on our boomerang. Okay. Hold on. There we go. Yes. 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 Yay! 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 <laughs> it looks like I'm cheersing you like 16,000 times. I love it. Oh I my god, this is delicious. <gasps> oh good. Try it. All right. Oh, you knocked it out of the park. Ooh, Are it's you good. kidding me? This is good. It's a nice great. picture of this, like yeah. on a summer table. Yeah, and so this, I just took like a mason jar with Earl Grey tea and then poured gin in the jar. Oh you don't goodness. have to do it in the car on the way to recording a podcast. You, you could do it at home if you want. But don't leave it in for more than a few hours because otherwise it'll be like a tea city. You know, you want yeah. the gin, you want the Earl Grey. And then just lemon, simple syrup, which I made. It's just half sugar, half water, and you shake that up in a different mason jar. You don't even have to cook so it. So many mason jars. Amazing. I have a lot. I don't know why I have so many. You know let's what? let's pop best. our let's butts talk. down and let's get on let's do the this. individual mics. Oh, I'll go here. You go here. Okay. <laughs> my shit's here. And then Jackie. I'll just clean this up after. Your, yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Okay. And then I made the little uh, dollar store Palomas. And watch, Here's there's still Paloma. some lemon juice in there just so don't okay, spill it on equipment. I'll tell you what, I just put it on the floor. Sounds good. I have a feeling that you will wash it when yes. you get home anyway. All right, you got your Paloma. Yeah, yeah and I have to taste yours too. Oop. Here, let's taste these too. Cheers. Cheers. Paloma. Cheers. 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 I might have made it a little strong. Girl, Yikes. I don't know. We're living our best lives. I have a babysitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's good. That's oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. <laughs> Woo. Woo. I have a babysitter. I'm good. <laughs> You're golden. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh, hello. Oh my gosh. Wait, so are we, we're recording this whole time or you're- Yeah. We started recording when we were making it because cool. we do a segment <laughs> called GPIRL where okay. we- um, Where we get to experience, experience the guilty pleasure in real life. But we figured instead of doing our GPIRL after we talk about the topic, um, we would enjoy the topic the whole time, which is- uh, 
cocktails. Drinking. Drinking. Getting that drink on. Drinking and cocktails. There's so much around you. I feel like then there's nobody I have like here. four drinks. You're I killing have it. Matcha tea and then the Paloma, my Earl Grey Collins, and a water. Oh my God! So it's two like of these things enough. are good. For, two of these things are good for you. All four of them are nourishing to your soul. <laughs> All four of these are amazing. Um, I love Earl Grey, and this is actually one thing that Amanda and I really have in common is that we love like lavender, any kind of like floral, fruity. I don't know if it's my my old age. I think it's your old uh, yeah. age. Yeah, you look very old. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, like as an adult, I think flowery. Well, first of all. Welcome Whatever. to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Well, hello, Rebecca. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for making this absolutely yes. delicious Earl Grey Collins. Thanks for giving me yes. a reason to drink in the afternoon. Yeah. I so, mean, your yeah. guilty pleasure. Yeah, cocktails. cocktails. I love them. It oh. started because I worked at a cocktail bar, mm-hmm. and I didn't actually bartend there. I trained to bartend. It was at the Varnish downtown, which I love that bar. I trained in to LA, bartend. Right? It's in L.A., okay. but they have some related sister bars in New York and one in Austin. Um, I trained, and then everyone else there, their whole life is cocktails. And, like, several of them have gone on to open bars or be consultants for, like, fancy restaurants. Where, and I was like, I'm trying to be an actress. And <laughs> I just was like, I would rather continue to cocktail waitress and like sort of not have to think about liquors and crap when I went home, um, yeah. except for when I was hungover. And uh, I just kept cocktailing, but I learned how to make everything. And so I worked there for four and a half years. And um, now I haven't worked there in like four years, but I still enjoy making a good classic American cocktail. It's I very American. It is very. American. They don't do it in, I've never been to Europe. They don't do, like, it's they not like it, a. They do it, but it's, it, it's actually like an American thing. It's yeah. like, it was uh, the pre-prohibition. It was like a thing that, you know, they were juicing cocktails, like ju- making juice and using all different kinds of liquor and mixing them together. And it, it it's like a, you know. It's a very – ooh, I got really loud. Did you hear wow. that? Yeah. Whoa. She got drunk. I'm she got wasted. drunk. She's drunk I'm already. wasted, you guys. Um, that's actually really interesting. I had no idea that cocktail uh, history can go back to the Prohibition days. Oh, before it, yeah. Before it? Really? Yeah, and then during Prohibition – the thing is – the funny thing is is that a lot of, like, speakeasy-type places are, like, Prohibition times. But at that time, they were trying to do things as fast as possible so that if cops came in, it wasn't going to be like, yeah. oh, wait, I'm in the mid- middle of shaking this egg white cocktail. <laughs> Did they really have it like what I've seen in the movies, which is like press a button and like the the bar <laughs> turns around apparently, and it's a laundromat? Yeah, apparently there are like places like that. But yeah. I know yeah. I'm asking you like you've had firsthand experience, like you're an remember, ageless like a Remember being. when you were with Prohibition? Like yeah. I'm old, but yeah, remember I'm when it was older. 1920s and remember that things, dust bowl? Remember how things were just dusty uh, all the time? All the God, time. The gold rush. <laughs> oh, those good old days. Good which old, is actually a fantastic cocktail. It's bourbon, <laughs> lemon, and honey. And it's really good. It's called the gold rush, but it's fucking good. That sounds delicious. Lemon and honey. Also great for if you have a sore throat. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. right? Oh, I'm sick. I have to have this cocktail. Mm. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy a hot toddy so much. Oh, yeah. Love a hot toddy. What a great excuse. 
You know, a hot oh, yeah. toddy is amazing. Um, so there's a bunch of things that I want to talk about in mm-hmm. regards to cocktails because we sure have thing. the modern day, you know, cocktail experience, which are at these really high end speakeasy bars that you find all in big big cities. I'm sure all around the country, basically. I think now it's kind of like pervasive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we can also talk about you know favorite cocktails. First, uh, first cocktails I think would be really fun. Um, so let's do a little choose your own adventure. What is the first thing that you would like to talk about in regards to cocktails? Let's see. I why don't we talk about our first cocktails? Because it's so different than what I would drink now. Um, I was 16 at a bar in New York. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, by the way, are you from New York originally? Yeah. I'm Where from, are you guys from? I'm from Queens. I'm from Flushing. I'm from Staten Island. Oh, oh my God. There you oh, go. I was born in Staten Island. You were? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And I heard your little accent a little there bit. It is. Where, where did you grow up, though? Um, well, I grew up in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I moved oh, yeah. when I was turning seven. So oh, I had a had substantial where, time. Do you know what part of Staten Island? I was by, I didn't live in Silver Lake, but I actually lived like right by that park. I, that's Staten where I grew Island. Up. I grew uh, up in Staten Westerly, Island. which is oh, like okay. really close to that park. I used to oh drink in that park. Oh here. my God. I used to ice skate in there and all that. Oh, like, yeah. or like, you know, my like grandma, sled. And... That's where she lived, right? I, she could, we could walk to the oh ice skating. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh from my, my grandma's gosh, house. The outdoor yeah. ice skating. Right? Oh my yeah. God. That's where Look I learned. Yeah. Staten Island sisters. Uh, well, what? I do it's... love the accent. It feels like home. It does feel like home. We're it does feel like if I talk Give to my me a mother pizza and talk like this. I texted you from a seven one eight number. So. Yeah, and I have a nine one seven, which is a little bit later. But my first cell phone was seven one eight. There you go. It's amazing. Uh, but you actually just brought up something great, which was I used to drink in that park because that was the New York City drinking experience. Oh, yeah, was parks, drinking in parks. parks drinking in parks was a big thing. We used oh, to yeah. drink forties. Um, yeah. by the one of the Flushing Parks and sure. my friends uh, shout out to all my guy friends Julian, Anthony, Seth, Matt thanks Sean. for listening guys mm. uh, I think <laughs> Seth does I'm pretty sure Seth does anyway uh, the Flushing Sunrise which was oh, I oh can't God. wait can't wait for this half of 40 of Old English mm. mixed with orange juice mm. Flushing Sunrise what? guys I mean what? I oh. God. What? I know, it's wow. pretty gross. Oh my God. But I remember the stuff that you used to drink when Booze. you were, so your first cocktail was? It was actually a vodka cranberry because one of my close friends, her boyfriend was, he was two years older than her. She was two, two years older than me. So he was 21. of age to be bartending yeah. at a bar. And so I had a vodka cranberry the first time. Um, but it was so strong tasting to me. And I was yeah. used to drinking things like Boone's or, um, you know, uh, like wine spritzers. You know, and Mike's those, Hard Lemonade. Yeah, yeah, those Smear things. Smear vices. Oh, yeah. Exactly. A so. jello shot at a block party. Yeah, even though now I wouldn't really normally drink a vodka cranberry just because I like other juicy concoctions but it was strong it was really strong oh, also I, I was used to oh god the keg parties in the park that we would have would be like Coors Light or Bud Light I was bad in when I was in high school I was good after that I, that's, you got it all out of your system in high I school. Did, I that's did. see, I I actually got it all out of my system after college. I mean, I drank after in college, college, but then I went. Crazy me too. In me New too. Because I went, I went to uh, CUNY. I went to City University of New York. Mm-hmm. So I stayed. I was home living with my parents until I was twenty-two. It wasn't until I moved out and I lived in Manhattan wow. that I went a little nuts. So, mm-hmm. and I moved to twenty-fifth and second in Manhattan. And right around there was Honey and something. It was a cocktail. Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey. Same owners as the Varnish where I used to work. Oh I lived gosh. right around the block from Milk and Honey. Yeah, I used to go there so all good. the time. And so that's the kind of cocktails that I like when I was working at the Varnish. That's exactly the same cocktails. <sighs> 
the guy that owned it, this guy, Sasha Petrowski, who he like came out and trained us. But that's part of why I was so intimidated to bartend because their cocktails are so good and the bartenders are, it's literally their career. Mm -hmm. So it's like going on to a movie set and like and being just like a lay person and being like, I want to be a star. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> like, oh, all you have to do is walk and talk. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Smile at the camera. Yeah. So, but I really, yeah, I really like, you know, I like tasting them. Oh, I love tasting them. What was yeah. your first cocktail, Amanda? My very first cocktail? You know what? Honestly, I can't really remember. There are certain things. I remember um, I really drank a lot of um, beer. Yeah. When I first started, or Natty like Light, a Bush Natty beer. Light, oh, brother. my first beer ever was a Yingling that my brother, oh, my brother okay. in law, Pennsylvania. Yeah, man, represent. <laughs> it used to be a thing where I found one bar in New York that had Yingling, and I definitely oh, went yeah. there all the time because I loved it. Um, yeah, I remember it was hard to get black and tans it was in hard. New York. Yeah. It was yeah. very hard. That was what I would get my brother in law when I was underage. My mom's like, I got you. A case of Yingling for John. <laughs> okay, my dad great. still gets that for my husband because nice. when we first started dating, he liked Yingling. But it was 20 years ago when we first started dating. And so now I recently had a conversation with my parents where I was like, he's moved on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can get something else. Yeah. And also it's everywhere. Like now it's, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now it's like it's it's anywhere and everywhere that you go. But I guess like my first drinks that I had cocktail-wise, was my brother-in-law, again, terrible influence. Mm -hmm. um, he sat me down, and he said, you're going to be a whiskey drinker. I said, okay. Excuse so he me. made me all of these whiskey drinks, and I tried all of them. Like and I was old like, fashions in Manhattan's mm -hmm. in those styles. So I did like a whiskey sour. I did all different things, and I kind of picked what I liked so that when I would go out drinking underage at 18 years old, I would know what to order. So, so nobody asked me what, <laughs> that's, how, that's how you can drink kids. Just <laughs> pretend like you know what you're talking about and they won't check your ID in, in Massachusetts. Well, that's, that's actually, that's a really interesting point because when I first started going to bars illegally in New York, because that was totally accessible. Mm -hmm. um, and I like, I only went to a couple, but if ever someone asked me, what do you want to drink? I'd be like, Oh, a, a, a vodka cramp. I know the Long anxiety. Island iced tea, which is like Ooh. they know you're. You have to. Oh, Long you Island have to be tea. much underage. The last like, time I had one of those was at my sister's bachelorette party. Those Ooh. are disgusting. It was. That's rough. just everything, right? It's, it's just everything in the kitchen. It's sink. all different liquors, which you can have a like, drink with lots and lots of liquors. Like there's this tiki drink called a painkiller. Has lots of like. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of drinks that have lo a lot of liquors, but that also has just like soda. It's just like. The taste of it together, it's just so sweet. It's a, it's just like a hangover in a glass. Yeah, I've had a lot of those at that. Well, and at the time, I was 18, 19 years, 18 years old. And I wouldn't get hungover at the time because youth. You're young. You're youth. young. Oh, so yeah. I thought that a hangover was I would drink a lot of Mike's Hard Lemonades. Mm -hmm. Loved that shit. Oh, yeah. Um, All that sugar, too. Oh, Ugh. yeah, man. I mean, like, it's just like spiked lemonade. Give me a break. <laughs> and I would drink that. And I would have – I had Long Island iced teas. I had everything. I remember waking up in New York City in this hotel room, and everybody's probably hungover. And I remember waking up at 18 and – I had a, a little heartburn, <laughs> and I was like, I guess this is what a hangover is. Oh, my God. Little did I know. They can be so much worse. <laughs> so much worse. I'll probably – we're only having a few sips of these cocktails. I will probably be hungover I'm, by the end of this podcast. Oh, I'm finishing everything. I'm finishing like, I'm, everything. I'm going to commit to the Have bit. Have you ever had that where you had a hangover – I've had it where I day drank, and mm -hmm. then I had a hangover 
by 7 p.m. Yo, yeah. And it's like, that's why you sleep that shit off. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's, you that's need to tough. lots of sleep and lots of water. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why I think day drinking, though, is the way to go. Because if you start early in the day, you get to your hangover late at night, you're still good to go Monday morning. Right. Sure. <laughs> and when you're drinking on that Sunday. When you're drinking on that Sunday, fun day. So, what are, oh, no, you looked like you were going to ask. I was going to ask about what your favorite uh, liquor was. Yeah. You know, I, don't have a specific favorite liquor. I feel like it's like asking favorite food. It's like, a, for me, alcohol is like, what mood am I in? Mm-hmm. And so I tend to order drinks or make drinks with either whiskey or gin. But then there's times where I want to kill, you know, it just, it really depends. And then also there's times when I want drinks that are like aromatic, like without citrus. And then there's times where I want them with citrus juice. It really is one of those things of like, you know, what are you in the mood for? Totally. And um, so today I was really in the mood for something citrusy. And more the, more often than not, in the summer, I want, like, citrusy drinks. And in the winter, I want the, like, heavier whiskey drinks that don't have mm-hmm. citrus in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all about that. It's all about what you're in the mood for and yeah. what you're – what kind of evening you want to have is kind of how I yeah. look sure. at it. You know? And also, am I eating? That's a big yes. that's a big thing because if I'm eating, you know, what what am I eating? Am I having a slice of pizza? Then you do like a light beer, sure. But if you're going to have a sensible, I don't know, a flaky fish or something. Yeah, I just I ate know. fish lunch. Ooh, look at you fancy fish fancy. I was at a place where they served it. It was it was a fancy thing. It was, was a, fancy, a fancy. You look very Netflix cute. Netflix event. It was so very fancy. I did eat fancy shit. You so, ate fancy fish, and you're having a fancy ass cocktail right now <laughs> yeah. in this so, fancy ass podcast booth. Mm-hmm. Let so me tell you, we topped it off in some of our live footage. But actually, tell us about the cocktail that you made for us today. Mm-hmm. Just in case, I want to make sure we get that on. So I made a drink that's a twist on a Tom Collins. So I infused some gin with Earl Grey tea, and then I put. You want me to give even the ingredient, like the how? Yeah, I wanted to make it. The, the, yeah. I want to know how to make it because this is absolutely delicious. Okay, so you t- I just took like one tea bag. I I don't know exactly how much uh, gin I threw in that mason jar, but I put it together for about an hour. It like steeped, and then and it steeps. You know, you don't have to leave it in for too long because otherwise it'll be too much. Too tea-ish. But then you do a three-quarter ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of simple syrup. And I made my own simple syrup. The way that I make it and the way we made it at the varnish was just uh, equal parts sugar and water, and you just shake the shit out of it. You don't have to cook it. Some people cook it, but you don't really even have to. You just shake it It in like a jar, and it dissolves together. Um, So half ounce of simple, three-quarter lemon, um... You're supposed to do two ounces of gin, but because I saw you were also making a cocktail, I did one and a half ounce of gin. Uh, Shake that with ice, pour it in the glass, and then top it with some soda water. And if you wanted to be like... Fucking cool as hell. Uh-huh. You could top it with champagne instead of soda water. Ooh. If you want a big gangsta. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Which, you on know, GP, we're yeah, pretty, pretty gangster. You know, a lot of gangsters love oh, champagne. Yeah. They you gotta do pop. love champagne. You gotta pop it. I, oh, love, yeah. I love anything bubbly. Uh, bubbly. Oh. I'm a huge, bu- and I wasn't, uh, obviously, like, I started with whiskey, essentially. Yeah. And, and an old-fashioned is great, man. Yeah. Like, oh, I love so ordering. Delicious. Whenever I go on dates, I like ordering an old-fashioned sometimes. Because you're classy. Because it's a nice, like, you know, you're usually in a bar, like, in a dark restaurant. And I feel like an old-fashioned kind of, like, 
you know, it's like the embodiment of like a date cocktail. Like and a it's first a good date sipping cocktail, cocktail cuz you don't have to drink yeah. it too fast cuz like a mm-hmm. citrus you want to drink it before the ice melts too much cuz otherwise it gets watery. But like no a whiskey, you know, that's a nice sipper. You don't exactly. have to get you don't have to get wasted and shoot it back. No, yeah. you don't. I mean, you <laughs> But can. also you could. I mean, you could. That is one way of that is one way of dating. Yeah, one yeah. way of dating is doing lots of shots. Let's so doing many. lots of shots and just drinking yourself into oblivion so you're comfortable enough to sleep with a stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I loved my 20s. <laughs> I love But now, but now in my my low 30s. My low 30s as we like to refer to it, my low 30s. I call myself 30 lie. 30, 30 lie. lie. I, lie. I actually don't lie about my age, but <laughs> I like that. I don't either. I'm I'm, I'm all about that life. Um but now, as as a 32-year-old woman, I love something that's bub- bubbly and doesn't weigh me down. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, and even w- I'm, I'm dealing with planning a wedding right now and trying Yay. to think about, what do I want to drink? Thank you. Yeah. I feel like this what, would, this cocktail. This is killing it. This is killing it. I like, yeah. I like fizzy. I like light. And I just don't want to be absolutely shit-faced, but right. I want to have, like, a good buzz. Yeah. But also, I don't want to feel like I'm slurring my words because you wedding. have to talk to a lot of people. At your I feel wedding, like you the talk most to important thing is that you eat a meal and yeah. then you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, That's true. I made the person at my wedding, like the whatever who was running the place, running the joint. <laughs> that guy. I was like, sit me down. And as soon as that food comes, like, make sure I sit. And my husband and I just shoveled food. Like, and yeah. so we had a full meal and then we could drink whatever. But that's we what want. you can. And you're dancing yeah. and you're doing things. Otherwise, you're just yammering to everyone. Yeah. That's what I want to look That's what it is, right? I hear, I hear this is what weddings are. I you're hear, ma- you're I ma- hear. basically like, here, you, like, hello, mom's second cousin's best friend's priest. Thank yeah. you so so much for coming. <laughs> and for that envelope with $40. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it will nowhere near cover the amount that your plate costs. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I don't know anything about weddings. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I don't know. The less you know, probably the better, to be completely <laughs> honest. Because the curtain has been pulled back and <gasps> I am not. The price is exorbitant. What the? What? It is insane. Yeah. I don't really want to talk about it. It's hard to like, throw a party for a lot of people. So many people. <laughs> and we like took it down like a quarter from what wow. we thought. And I was like, what are we doing? Anyway, I'm so happy. Hashtag it's blessed. It's, it's great. Fun. I'm looking They're forward fun. to it. I'm I had excited. A fun time I'm excited. We drank. Did you have like a special cocktail for your wedding? We had, um, well, you know, like I got signature? married 11 years ago, and so it was before I was major into cocktails, but we mm-hmm. did make sure we threw a good party. So we had we had open bar two nights in a row, karaoke party, line dancing. <gasps> line dancing? Yeah, so much fun. My, That's so fun. I, <laughs> Um, my husband really does not like regular like pop music dancing kind of thing. Sure. So he was like, oh, I don't want to have like, you know, whatever was out at the time. I don't even know if it would, I guess it would probably have been Beyonce, but whatever. He was like, I don't want to have that. And so we found this like square dancing band. And so that was perfect because everybody I could do that it. and we had a blast. And then we still had a little Beyonce, but um, well, yeah, but we had, so we had lots bit. of beer. It was like a lot of beer, a lot of wine. Yeah. Well, that's um, the thing. Like you're, I'm figuring out, do we do a full bar? Do mm-hmm. we do? beer wine and a signature cocktail that's always great you know it, it and i think honestly our whole theme is a dance party with dinner fun right. i just want people to dance i just want people to have a good time that's the best i want to have good liquor i want to everyone well, to feel good liquor and cocktails is such a key component of um enter of proper entertainment yeah. it's the social lube it is the social <laughs> like, lube as soon as you get married people are 
go and get a drink because it's so awkward to have to talk to your best friend's uncle that like <laughs> what you need is a cocktail stat. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And I fully encourage it. I fully encourage it. That's how weddings should be. <laughs> get but drunk. yeah, it's yeah, I think the line dancing and the beer, I think that's it was a brilliant fun. It was combo really fun. for a good time. Yeah. That is so much fun. Although people got so drunk and um, my friend John Flynn, who tells a story about this, he's like a podcaster storyteller. He sold, uh, he used to sell pot cookies in New York, and he does a whole one person show about it. Does he? I think I've, I think it's I've, brilliant. Is he? Does he have red hair? Yeah. Oh fuck! There's I think I've done his show. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, there's only you guys. Show, he had a show at UCB. <laughs> yeah, at UCB Beast, right? Yeah, and and out here too. Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh yeah, I know yeah, that was, is. But <laughs> he brought pod cookies to my wedding, like just you know for Brilliant. fun. And I was like, Dad, don't have the have cookies, the- and don't be mad. At the reason why, <laughs> yeah. But people were so like they were crossfaded the first night. Yeah. That the second, like the first night, people were out till like four. I went to bed early because I you was were getting, getting married. married. But the <laughs> next day, like everybody was hungover. My bridesmaids were wasted. It was just hilarious. it was funny. <laughs> that I don't care. Like I'm not the type of person who cares about that. Um, yeah. But it was just a funny thing when you throw a party two nights in a row. People are gonna get drunk. Yeah. The first night. <laughs> yeah, and then go, People oh. don't know how to pace themselves. No. They don't realize it's a second night. The it's first, true. When Max, I, so my fiance, I had just met this guy. And it was very much like, hi, we met. We're, we're invested. Let's go. So we were dating for about six months, and I went to his sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And the night before the wedding, he's going to love this story. I'm mm. so glad I'm saying it so it can live on the you know, internet he forever. he still listens to your podcast. He still he does. really loves it. He better. He better. <laughs> My husband's uh, like, don't tell me anything. Not true. <laughs> not true. He loves me. It's great. So, so My fun story, but sad also. My ex-fiance around episode 50 was like, oh, I need to start listening to your podcast. <laughs> you got a backlog that You guys have shit. a podcast? Wait, I thought what? you just hung out every week. Yeah. Well, Wait, you, you were actually just... doing stuff on Saturday? What the fuck? Mm. Mm. I feel like I heard you say the word podcast maybe 1,872 <laughs> times in the last six months, but I never really put the two together. I didn't oh, realize no. that's that's backlogged. He's got a lot to uh, catch up on. I know. It's actually really fun. You see the trajectory of our relationship where I refer to him as my fiance for episodes one through tw- like 32, and then like 33 to like 48, he's my boyfriend. And then we just don't <laughs> mention him at all until this one. <laughs> until Not this engaged one. anymore, guys. My ex. Hey, guys. My ex. My ex. <laughs> so we're at the so we're at Max's sister's wedding the night before and they just had all of this liquor and he went crazy. It's crazy. So he's the night so the night before his sister's wedding, he we're in bed and he's like, I gotta put my foot on the floor to keep the room from spinning. And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, Six no. months of dating, not even. And then he gets up, he pukes all <gasps> over the floor on the way to the bathroom. His parents are staying at the room across the hall from us. And the hall is probably this wide, which is not wide at all. And I just and this probably is why I'm marrying him, but he threw up everywhere, and I just was like, okay, and I just started cleaning it up. Whoa. Like, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to marry you one day. She's like, but I was like, can you? I was like, listen. His puke smelled amazing, and I, was I like, loved I need it. to have it for the rest of It was of like the ferret. You rolled around in it like a dog. I did. I put it on my face. His actual, for real, though, his dad opened up the door to no. me on my hands and knees cleaning, cleaning up his, his son's vomit, and he was like, God bless you. And then, or like something of that nature and close the door. And I was like, the fact that it didn't, it, it pissed me off, you know, because I was like, 
fuck you, dude. Right. We got shit to do tomorrow. Needless to say, he was fine the next day, which is miraculous. Miraculous. And also, usually when he pukes, he gets like a he lot pukes of, out of his pores. He pukes out of his pores. It's really gross. But I love him anyway, you guys. Aww. But he had all, like, he would get bloodshot around his face, you know? Uh. He was fine the next day. Oh, well, Thank lucky that is That is <laughs> lucky That you. is lucky why him. cocktails are a guilty pleasure, though, because they're great, but you should only <laughs> you have, could. like, two <laughs> yeah. to have two. Like, don't have don't have a don't million. Don't have more than that. Maybe three <laughs> if you have a long time and a heavy meal. But if you have too many, it's a you, mess. It's a it's mess. A mess. It's Especially when you get to a certain point in life. You're not going to just have mild heartburn. I, I you know. know. Yeah. I had a, So I went to my friends, Adam and Juliet, uh, got married, like, uh, I think a year ago, a little over a year ago. And they had a specialty cocktail. Oh, what was at, it? It was a gin something or other. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Jackie didn't eat before the wedding. <gasps> she had, I don't remember it. I mean, I remember like starting to drink at their wedding, and then I woke up at home. Oh, yeah! It was, did you have the best time though? I mean, she I, know. did somebody tell you you had a good time? Do you guys remember stuff when you get really drunk? Do you remember the whole night, or do you start oh, forgetting? This was actually I, I had a I felt super guilty because I I straight up blacked out, and I asked people because it was a two day affair, so they had like the recep- reception, yeah. and then they had a party the next day. So I was going around asking my good friends. I was like, "Hey." uh, was what I okay? I they're like, no, you were a blast. They're like, oh, they were like, you were good. drunk, but like, you were fine. I'm like, okay, good. But I felt so bad and so guilty. Um, but the cocktail was delicious. It was like a gin infused. It was like one of those like gin cocktails and a nice like little thingy mabopper. And I just well, didn't gin eat. is strong. Like gin is stronger gin, yeah. than vodka, or rum, or tequila. Like and some whiskeys. Like gin is actually higher proof. Really? Yes. I didn't probably know that. why I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like, great. It is I higher it. proof. So it is one of those things that like you gotta watch out for. Guys, so, guys, by the way. You finished it. Finish she said this. we'll have a couple sips. I'll have like she a few. No, I'm gonna be no, I'm having a I'm having a Saturday. <laughs> We're is having your a show sat- here? Yeah, it's here. It is. So okay, we good. this is actually our busy Saturday where we do a bunch of podcast episodes and then we do a show later. Nice. Yeah, it's basically what we want our everyday to be. And uh, we're so striving to do day. that. Yay. I want it. So you had mentioned that when you started at Varnish, right, mm-hmm. that you were a little like, I'm an actress and uh, you guys are really serious bartenders. So where did you make that like kind of switch to getting into what they were doing? And like, how did you get into bartending? Like, where did that, like, how did that evolve? Well, I trained. I actually trained to be a bartender. And then I, I, I literally trained, took all the training, took the tests. So you have to take these tests and they're like, kind of extreme. You have to learn about cocktail history. You have to learn about different ingredients and all that stuff. And then literally I passed everything and I was like, I'm going to keep cocktailing. And nice. But also, this is the other thing. I was working there and simultaneously I ended up getting a job, which I kind of created this show called Speakeasy. It was this interview show where Paula Tompkins interviewed celebrities in cocktail bars. I got that show because I was a comedian who produced my own work and then also was into cocktails. And so I was the producer and the director of that show. So I was doing that while still working at The Varnish. And so really, I was doing comedy so much that I just didn't, I just really, I was thinking... Bartenders have to come in at five. Mm-hmm. Waitresses have to come in at seven. I want to be able to audition and not have to take off. And like the differential in money wasn't that different. And I was really just pursuing comedy. So cocktails became just like a hobby. And I could just, you know, still work there. And even now, I would, 
work there one hour a week if I could, but not more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, I actually liked, <laughs> yeah. I don't mind waiting tables. Like, it's fun. Um, and I quit when I was three months pregnant because I was could no longer be on my <laughs> feet till 2 a.m. three months <laughs> pregnant. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And then luckily after that, I continued to produce and direct and then eventually got on a TV show. So mm-hmm. I haven't gone back. I hope not to have to go back, even though, you know, wasn't sure. a bad place to work, but I enjoy working in the field I really want to work in. It's so interesting because I, for a long time in New York, I was an act. I did musical theater for a mm-hmm. long time and trying to find that day job that allowed you to do that. And I was actually just going to ask like how, because in my head, when I think about bartending or waitressing, I, I waitress, well, I hosted mm-hmm. at um, Chili's and oh, Applebee's, Jesus. you guys. Big high volume. She's such a name dropper. Such a name dropper. Just a lot that's of high volume. pleasure being a name yeah. dropper. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. I've been to a TGI Friday. Um, <laughs> I love a ruby. <laughs> um, I remember when, yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> it, so to me, I mean, I've had a lot of odd jobs that mm-hmm. had allowed me to audition. And I always had it in my head that a waitress or a bartender must have, it's a, it's an obvious, not an obvious go-to. I don't want to say that. But it is that classic job. Mm-hmm. But I always thought to myself, it's so late night. How could I manage getting up early. Also, it's different when you're a singer because you have to sing. No, you're right. I was, it was really, really hard. Yeah. And also like, the the thing with me is that because I did improv comedy, we'd be up so late anyway. Yeah. Like in New when I lived in New York and then when I moved here, it's like still I was in that comedy lifestyle where I didn't, I wasn't like some of the other actors that I knew that like, if they had a really big audition, they'd prepare for a million hours. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I just kind of show up. I was up. an idiot because I also was always like, I'm never – I was pursuing it, but I was always like, oh, I'll never get this job. Like, I don't know. I just was like didn't quite connect the confidence I have on stage. I didn't quite connect um, at that time. And then it was through producing and directing – and then eventually, like, I was writing scripts. And then when I auditioned for Glow, that was, like, a big deal because we actually got to improvise and I worked with my comedy partner. And we, like, like we worked our ass off for it, for that audition and then ended up booking it. But that was, like, my biggest acting thing. Yeah. Um, so before that, I was getting auditions. But it was sort of like, I, I don't know, I was almost in this weird uh party meets survival mode. Sure. And so I yeah. was booking things here and there. Mm-hmm. And then there were times where I had a voiceover audition at 10 a.m. And I worked till 2 and I was like, Ugh, you know, but it it was one of those like uh, scrambling type of yeah. things. But I wasn't like going to musical theater auditions. That's the which thing is, is those happen. Yeah, those happen at, you get up at 5 a.m. For to a musical get theater. <gasps> if not earlier. 5 a.m. Oh, you have to warm up. We have to warm up. There's a lot that goes, because when you're non-union, there yeah, are you calls. Go the you go thing. to the EPA. Well, even that, that's union. The Environmental like, Protection oh, Agency? Yeah. I wish. I, I fucking wish. I wish Scott I. Scott Pruitt is <laughs> trying to get rid of these non-union calls. Oh, and it well. sucks, you know, because like non-union actors are good too. It's like, so... why does Scott hate them? Scott, come on, <laughs> Scott, come on. 
So what my day would I'm be. I'm sorry. As a, that was like my most favorite bit that's ever happened on this show. <laughs> it's just so silly. I can't believe it's called the EPA. Continue. <laughs> sorry. Equity production uh, something. Assholes. I forget. And assholes. It's <laughs> pretty much. production assholes. That's actually. You know what's so beautiful is that I don't remember what it means. Yeah, it's like a nice former life. from that. It's so. It's, it's the same a, as like when I used to do extra work. I can't so even beautiful. remember all the details. Yeah. It's just so beautiful <laughs> to be I just know I did it. Yeah. I just know I was there at very early in the morning. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But we would have so if you're non-union, you they would put like a loose leaf piece of paper up on the door of whatever building of a mm. fucking skyscraper in Manhattan, mind you. Tape it up there and write their loose names leaf. as if it matters. Yeah, loose leaf. Who the hell has loose leaf? <laughs> Fuck you guys. Loose leaf is such a it's funny loose word. Leaf. It is, isn't like, it? Because it's not even like it's I not haven't heard of loose leaf in so long. It and was like, always loose leaf. It was oh, never Jesus computer paper, Christ. you guys. It was never computer paper. Loose leaf. You need those lines. I feel like no one calls it loose leaf anymore. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's just like funny to hear, to hear the word loose leaf. <laughs> Is it one word or is it two? Who knows? It, it might be two. I'm going to say it's two. I remember being like a fourth grader. Be like, you have an extra, you have an extra piece of loose leaf. Yeah. Do you have loose leaf? It's a word you used to say. Loose leaf is a word that we all <laughs> so said. Funny. It's making me crazy. That's the name of an improv group that we won't start. Guys, uh, FYI, I've drank the most out of everyone here. And, but I already drank before I came here because of my fancy yeah, event. And, but you had your fancy. fish lunch, so you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also ate a warm chocolate chip cookie covered in ice cream, which uh, is what they gave us at the end. And photographers were coming lunch? and just taking pictures of, of us eating just... the ice cream. That's my and biggest fear in literally, life. Literally, all of us at the glow table, they were just taking pictures of us eating the dessert. And I was like, are you really taking pictures of us eating this dessert? They're going to be like, look at these women eating real snacks. Real, look at them go. They're going to be on that people section of celebrities do well, real oh things. Gosh. Well, even Ooh. Alison Brie was eating it. So, there you, you know, go. Oh, hey. Thank God. Hey. Thank God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's freaking doing it. I can eat the ice cream. Yeah, Allison Brie can eat the ice cream. She works out two hours a day. I don't, but I'm eating (laughs) it anyway, bitch. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. This is my, me moving my fork from my plate to (laughs) my mouth is my workout. My right arm is tight. Your wrist is fucking. Yeah, no carpal tunnel here. I am well, I am, my joints are well lubed. (laughs) So needless to say, I don't remember what we were talking about because I had two cocktails. Loose leaves. Oh, right. Uh, Never forget. Never Hashtag never forget Hashtag <laughs> Number two pencils. Remember when you yes. had to sharpen a pencil with a thing? I wonder if my it... son will have to have a pencil. Or no. If, no. No. No, he'll probably just have a... How old, how old is, is he? How old Three is and a half. No, no, he'll never. No, fuck that. He'll he'll never, he won't even no. know how to write. He'll, he'll be like, know. what? He's just going to do telekinesis. Are you yeah. kidding me? Probably. That's how he's going to like, in the SATs, he's going to be like, mm, and then he thinks about it. Your son then. probably has already coded his own website. You don't even know about know. it yet. <laughs> he You're blogs. Like, we only give him screen time for a half hour a day, but he's already <laughs> an he internet mogul. He started the Reddit mogul. page for this. Episode. He already has <laughs> 10 bitcoins somehow. Yeah. I don't know. How did he do that? Um, he yeah, no. I, currency. I remember having to sharpen the pencil at the at the oh, wall. I love that. That was it's the best. Smell of Slow. Pencil shaving? Yeah, and that was like, oh, I need a break. Let me go sharpen my pencils. That yeah. and blowing your nose and going to the bathroom. My favorite uh, three things did to you do guys in school. When, did you have to raise your hand and, oh, sit, yeah, and put up pass? put up a number one or two? If you had to take a shit, no, that's you had to. No one ever, no shit? one ever did the number why two. Why would they make you do that? Catholic school. I don't know what to tell you. But why would they? T- that why? is. They were like, horrific. raise your hand one if it's one, two if it's number two. I'm like, 
Uh, what? No. What? Because I'm not going to announce to my 32 people in this classroom that I'm taking a poop. <laughs> I was embarrassed to even pee, and I would take the pass, go to the bathroom, and if anyone else was in there, I wouldn't pee and go back to my classroom and then sometimes ask for it again, and they'd be like, you already went. And I was like, but I didn't actually go. But like, oh what? I was the same way. You know what's so weird? So I couldn't pee when there was other people in the bathroom yeah. until I like, went to college. I would have to like... Plug really? my, I have to like plug my ears and like <gasps> not hear them. You know what my friend said to me once, and this I still do to this day. What? I told her because in New York, when you're peeing, you're usually peeing in a public place, like with people, not um, in oh, like outside. My, <laughs> I, the way that I would have to craft my route to get to places back and forth would be based oh. on whether or not I could swing by a Barnes and Noble oh, and take a quick oh, pee. Oh, for yeah. sure. I oh, know yeah. wherever. Le- give me, give me, yeah, girl. Give me a location in New York. I'll tell you the free place to take a, a shit. So uh, that was like the one of the main things my dad taught me as a small child was because we would go to New York all the time. Here's We're from there. This is where take he's a, a right construction here. worker. He tells you how to do it. You know, this and is you just take a shit. Yeah, between you gotta the two go. Parts. You gotta pee. Let's go. And we would go into these hotels, and he was like, "Just act like you you own the place." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And you're like eight years old, like being like, "Okay, we're in this hotel that we don't have." But a room don't at. try a hotel in Times Square. They don't let you go. Oh no, I worked in Times Square. Oh. The two places you can take a shit. Here you go. Hi, New Yorkers. This is Amanda. I used to work in Times Square, and uh, without a bathroom, so we just kind of had to magically find our own. What? The Renaissance Hotel. Now, okay, so say for instance, you're okay. You're in. You're in Times Square. Got to take a quick pee. Sure. Quick pee. Let's mm-hmm. a number one. If you're in Jackie school, mm-hmm. you pee at the Marriott Marquis. Gotcha. The Marriott Marquis, you go up the escalator. That's where I had my There's prom. A bathroom. There, that's where you had your prom. Yeah, you yes. did. Fuck I yeah, had my you did. prom at Tavern on the Green. Oh well, that's you guys so are both fancy. so fancy. <laughs> I, I mean, I went to a public school. It was an honor school, so it's nice. fancy. Which high school did you go to? Staten Island Tech. Oh, oh I went to Tavern Harris. Oh, oh, Staten Island Tech. Yeah. How Shut do you know the about fuck that? Up. Because I'm from there. I think I'm pretty sure my yeah. dad. It was a nerd school. Yeah. I went to one of those nerd schools too. How fun! I know. Staten Island Tech. No, my dad went to get into that. Not when I went, but now it's kind of like Stuyvesant or Brooklyn Tech or all those. Yeah, Townsend Harris is right underneath. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like those. Yeah. So mine was just by grades. But also my parents taught there. But my brother did not get in. (laughs) (laughs) Not even with all that pull with your parents? Mm -mm. And they're they're the type. They're they're like rule followers. So Uh, like when the kids' menu mm -hmm. was like 12 and under, if I was 13, my mom was not allowing me to get on the kids' menu. So she did not. No chicken fingers for you, friend. She did not like get my brother into school. (laughs) She's like, man, sorry. She's like, you know, but because he. We should have tried harder. Yeah. You should have just done. <laughs> you should have done, done your job. You should have done your job. You should have yeah. just. This is actually really good because I'm doing a character tonight that's from very the East much Co- like very this. New York. Perfect. So this is great. You we got just... a New York deep voice, or you got a New York high voice. I got a New York deep voice. Oh, so I'm playing oh, yeah. a man from New York. Oh yeah. my god, it's, it's pretty. It's I play pretty a man funny. from New York. Um, his name is Shortstack. Shortstack. He's very short, and he also loves pancakes. I did that on my SNL tape that I. I never gotten an audition from, so don't. Don't take do it. Don't it, do doesn't, it doesn't work. I'm doing AJ from Long Branch, New Jersey. Oh. Who uh, is I know really, Long Branch. Who's really into Bruce Springsteen, but is also a yogi. He oh teaches yoga. Goodness. Yeah. He teaches yoga. He's very funny. Oh, He's very funny. Thank him. you. I did a character this you month because I'm going know. through a breakup, so I'm pushing all those comedic boundaries. You know how that goes. <laughs> you gotta do, do it. it. You gotta like do it. Heal through your That's art. That's what you have to do. Heal through That's your art. That's what you have to do. You gotta heal. Do a downward dog in character. That's on stage. Literally. That's exactly. 
happening. what we're doing. We're doing a crescent pose. We're oh doing a warrior God. two. Zoe, I feel like I'm actually warrior. at a wedding. I would, if I could talk <laughs> like this all day and just talk about yoga poses, that would be my dream come like true. Can we have another podcast where we just talk Staten about Island yoga? yoga teachers? Yeah. Chaturanga. 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 Oh my God. Listen. Namaste. Namaste. Listen. Now let's go get some meatballs. When you do, when you do Staten Island, it's all in the teeth too, which is one of my favorite things when it's Amanda's we gotta talk about this oh um, you know my niece Amanda Amanda, Amanda she is an actress I think you know I think she does she has a podcast she has have, a you podcast. Heard have you heard it you know what I was at a wedding the other uh, a couple of months ago right when we started this podcast and my aunt and my uncle came up to me and they both said you know so and so at our table heard about your podcast <laughs> oh and I was like, no, they have not. <laughs> it's like three weeks old. No, they Wait, have someone not. Someone at my wedding, my aunt's boyfriend, came up to everyone yes. at the I wedding, and this. he goes my... like this. He goes, I want to tell you, I'm in SAG. All right? I'm in SAG. I'm Danny Aiello's standing. And um, so I'm like you. We're both in SAG. Okay, oh. we're both in SAG. We're both there. In- introduced himself to my husband. I'm in SAG. Literally introduced himself to my fr- comedian friends, everyone, oh. as he's in SAG. Had a show on, like, um, Cable Access. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't uh, it the best show that ever was? Oh, God. That's Let me amazing. tell you. That's I amazing. go to the studio all the time, and I film my show, and you know what? They're really excited about yeah. it. Joey, <laughs> F- Joey Fatone's grandfather. Joey Fatone. Was- one of his best friends, he would be in the show with him. Oh, Joey yeah. Fatone's grandfather. He's got, he's got some star power. Yeah. He's got some star Is power. Is your family still in New York? Uh, they're in New Jersey now. Oh, yeah. We're Isn't in New everybody? They're not far from Long Branch. They're in, like, near the shore, near Seabright. Do you, have, do you have any Staten Island families still left? Or are they still in there? No, I, no not I feel like really. everyone's left. Everyone's left. Everyone, Everyone left, leaves, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. my dad have... grew up there, and my grandma grew up there. Everyone grew up there. But they grew up. My dad doesn't have an accent as much as oh. like you would imagine. Yeah. Um, because he was like, I grew up before the Brooklynites came in. Oh. Before the Verrazano Bridge. That's where. And I was like, Dad, you're racist against Brooklynites. It's not like a race. It's just lots of different people from Brooklyn. Can I tell you? My yeah. mother's house had 13 rooms in it, and mm-hmm. it was knocked down to build the Verrazano. And she tells me the that all the nights. The Brooklynites. The Brooklynites. Dude, that bridge is expensive. Came. Fucking last time I took that bridge, it was like $13. That's well, insane. That's toll. within one city. I know. It's that's yeah. like, I was nuts? driving from here to Hollywood. I mean, yeah. from West Hollywood to Hollywood. Like, that's, it's imagine not that, spending it's that not much that money. Far. No, it's it takes forever to get there, but yeah. it's not that far. Your listeners you know? probably love this All of this hyper it. New York specific. <laughs> well, my New York family who does listen to this podcast is, is loving it. I, I can assure you. It's a bragging. Jeez. Bragging. Um, let's, we have, we've been talking for almost an hour. No. I know. Um, I want to get back to cocktails a little bit. We could. Because we did deviate, right. but to, in our defense, we've been drinking cocktails we've while we've been talking. Also, like, we're talking about... All the best stuff. We're uh, talking about all the best stuff. Uh, the best so time. When we, before we started recording, I mentioned to you that one of my things is now that I have my own studio, I really want to get a nice bar set up because oh, I yeah. do love yeah. making cocktails. So like for someone at home who is of legal drinking age. Yeah. And, don't um, fuck around, kids. All you 12-year-olds who are listening. Don't <laughs> Don't follow us. us. I know we just talked about how we used to drink in parks all the time, but don't fucking do it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What would you recommend to someone who like is like, I want to get started. I'm going to start learning about cocktails. Get make sure that you have like a whiskey, a Mm -hmm. gin, 
of sweet vermouth. You can have a dry vermouth if you want. Have vodka, because a lot of people are intimidated by whiskey and gin. Mm -hmm. You know, have the liquor, the main liquors that you like. Um, and then also make sure you always have lemons. Get a shaker. <laughs> I'm telling you a lot of things. No, but this no, is great, it. though, because <laughs> honestly, I have to register for all of this oh, yeah. shit. I have zero things, because yeah, I don't do cocktails. Are great. Like great. a shaker, a strainer, a, really, a good, um, what's it called, uh, jigger. Uh, which is how you measure out your liquor. And then what's really great to have is a big ice cube tray. So it's like a little four, it's a square with like four big squares. Always have that because that's a perfect size for if you're having an old fashioned or some sort the of- big ice The cube. big ice yeah. cube. Because yeah. it melts slowly but keeps your drink cold. And so that's why the old fashioned's a good sippa. Good sippa. Um, <laughs> Are you opposed um, to the whiskey stones? I've never drank with a whiskey stone. I don't think they make the drink cold enough. Sure. So I feel I'm like you, you need ice, mm -hmm. and I don't mind it diluting a little bit because the dilution is a little bit a part of like the drink. Even I was reading about batching cocktails. I'm a dork. What's and the batching? reason <laughs> what is batching? If mean? you were gonna make like a punch for your wedding, like okay. if you were randomly making it, right? Mm -hmm. Then uh, there was this whole thing of like, do you dilute it because there'll be a certain amount of ice if it's in there over time? Mm -hmm. And so they talk about like making the drink without the ice, and then making it with ice and measuring the difference. It would be really nerdy to do it. But I was reading about the, it for today because I was almost going to like just make the whole cocktail at home, just bring it in jars. Anyway, have, you know, all the stuff that I'm saying and then have fun glassware. Mm. Glassware is my favorite thing. Yeah. That's, that's, I people like it. shoes, people like. I love like, glasses. Ugh. I love those. I, and I break a lot of glasses, so I, <laughs> I get, that's why I bought the jars because I didn't have like eat a three of the same glass. <laughs> but the other thing that's fun is like, I love Campari, so I have that. And then I'll make like gin and Campari and orange with soda water or whatever. Like have like one, like a Maro or like a, a liqueur, like one thing that's mm -hmm. like interesting. One more thing. Angostura bitters. You need those for an old-fashioned. That's gotcha. the bitters that are in that. But you can also add it if you made yourself, like, whiskey, lemon, and honey, and you could add a little bitters. It just, like, makes an extra, like, spice to it. Mm -hmm. nice. So that's the 2,000 things to have, to have a simple <laughs> bar. That's not too bad. That's, <laughs> I that's think pretty nice. comprehensive. And I think it's also, it's, like, very much, like, alcohol and the relationship. We, we didn't even, like, barely touch on We kind of did, but the relationship with alcohol that young Americans have, you know, mm -hmm. we're like one of the only countries that has the highest uh, legal drinking age. And it's so commercialized, like drinking is cool and like people drink and these are the things that you drink. But I think like as you get older and you become more sophisticated and you learn your relationship with alcohol, if you can have it, if you can't, this is like the next step. It's like, I'm an adult. Oh, I own a shaker. That's the thing too is look <laughs> up a recipe because the other thing is don't just like willy-nilly throw a bunch of shit in there. Oh, it's sure. kind of like if you were making like a, a cake like think of it more like a cake rather than like a, a tomato sauce. Yeah. <laughs> like you want to be more precise with it because otherwise you can like if I didn't measure out the lemon and the simple syrup and everything, this could have tasted like extremely lemony or way too sweet. Like keep it simple. Have like ingredient like three to four ingredients in your cocktail. You don't need more than that, mm -hmm. and measure it 
and then you're always going to have a consistently good thing and then find the one you like so that when your friends come over, you're like, oh, I make this good thing rather than just being like, meh, throwing what a bunch of What do you want? Yeah, yeah, basically trying to have a fully stocked bar so anyone can have whatever they want. Yeah, yeah and, and just and having a few basics. A few just basics having a few is basics. a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And that's important. safe stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why the vodka's there is for the safety. It doesn't taste bad. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I prefer the other ones, but that's always going to be like, Oh, any most people will drink that if they won't drink, you know, tequila whiskey or yeah. gin or rum. It's it seems like there's a balance between as it with food between sweet and the alcohol and mm-hmm. you want to be able to taste the alcohol but you also don't want it to be na- nail polish remover. Right. But you also don't want it to just taste like a lollipop either. Yes. You know? So oh, all yeah. about the balance. A lot of cocktail places like sometimes places want to make fancy cocktails but they don't have someone who is one of those serious ass people that mm-hmm. used to work at my place and they'll put 65 ingredients in the drink and then when you get it it tastes like a glass of sugar yeah <laughs> and like and you're like but why does it have 16 cocktail like ingredients and it's still so sweet and yeah. like even if you say i don't like sweet like uh probably because americans like love really sweet shit yeah but like that's where the balance comes to play and you might find like oh I like a little less sugar a little more mm-hmm. lemon so just yeah. have fun experimenting play. it's only one glass of like if you fail who cares it's like one glass you could throw it out just sidebar I do love it when I go to a, a cocktail bar and they're like I'm like I don't know what I want and they're like well what kind of flavors do you like yeah. and I'm like <gasps> I love grapefruit. I love like citrus. Like I love having customs. Like I will totally pay for that experience. Like if a cocktail like that is like sixteen dollars, of course, because I think that's worth it. I don't Um, mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. I I don't know how to do it. I'm paying for the convenience and the ambiance and the know. The vibe. I mean, and it takes time. Sometimes it really does take time because the being precise takes time. Yeah. So people kind of would complain at the varnish if drinks took too long. Like certain some people before they kind of got the hang of like this is what it is. But it's because that actually takes time to make. Good stuff takes time. Yeah. Sorry, pals. Sorry, guys. Sorry, millennials. (laughs) 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 Um, Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. So much fun. Not just because you got us a little buzzed. Yeah. Um, (laughs) By like a little buzzed, I mean like I'm blacked out. Completely wasted. I'll never remember this episode. (laughs) I'll never know. I'll be like, we have one? What? (laughs) This will come out, we're recording this hella early, but this will come out in July. So I know you want right. something that you want to plug, which is very impressive. So yeah, go ahead so and plug. Glow is on Netflix now, season two. You can watch season one and season two. They're only half hour episodes. So it's really only 10 hours of your time to watch both seasons. It's really a but great show. But I, uh, I love Glow, got to wrestle. I drink with some of those gals. That's awesome. Um, That's so much fun. fun. I really, I loved season one, and I'm so excited to see you guys actually in the ring for season two. Oh, yeah. So, because that's that whole first season, I'm like, oh my gosh, please, 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 I (laughs) want to see this. And then I'm very much looking forward to it. And I waited on Allison Brie when I was working at the Varnish, and then it's pretty (gasps) fucking cool to be on a TV show with her. That's That's awesome. What a full circle. In fact, like a weirdo, when we first wrestled together, I was like, I know what you like to drink. <laughs> Did you whisper in her ear when you yeah, had a headlock? Yeah, she thought it was weird, but now she likes me. <laughs> now she it took her it took her a season, but now she's but warmed now up she's to me. Like, oh, I guess I'm she's here. So like, <laughs> yeah, very difficult. Yeah, so You're difficult. A, you just what come with like your entire stock of liquor. Yeah, and, yeah. really. Ugh, uh, the thank worst. you so much, Rebecca, for Thanks, coming guys. on. Thank you so much.
Campfire. <laughs>